Hello and welcome to Shopcast. Um, this is not really an emergency episode, um, but we, because we were planning on doing it tonight anyways, but we're doing this show a lot earlier than we normally do um, because of what you probably already know, that uh, the Braves have traded for Sean Murphy and have dealt William Contreras, Kyle Muller, Freddie Tarnock, and... Um, Another prospect, I can't remember his name right now. What was the the other guy? Uh, so, something. But then then the Justin Yeager. Justin Yeager, and then the Brewers gave up a utility guy that they got in the Josh Hader trade, um, and some other person I can't remember. But yeah, big big players in this: are Sean Murphy and William Contreras. Really, Kyle Muller. He's technically our number one prospect. I don't know how I feel about him. But anyways, um, my live reaction to this was um, a lot of anxiety, a lot of fear, um, and uh, I'm not – I don't know. When this was happening, and I saw the Brewers' name included, and, you know, thinking back to last episode, how we were talking about Adamas, and his name has just been thrown out in the trade block in general. That's what a lot of people were thinking was happening. Uh, I was already kind of making my peace with Dansby. Um, And then it was like, oh, Burns might be on the table. Burns, like, oh, oh my gosh. Like, but then we could get Burns, and then we could also sign Dansby or trade for Adamas still if we wanted to. That'd be awesome. Sean Murphy and either Adamas or Burns at the same time. Oh, my gosh. And then this stuff just, like, slowly was getting leaked. It was just one name. Five minutes later, another name. And then it was, like, the Ken Rosenthal posted the synopsis of everything. And then, um, and then Jeff Passan posted the same thing, and uh, he said it's done. So, Will, um, what was what, what was going through your head during this? Because I had a I had a roller coaster. Now I'm at a I'm at a I'd say right now my my current feeling, which will you know obviously we'll get into, is. I'm a little on edge. Um, I like, I'm, I'm trying to, I, I've given, you know, I've been frustrated with Anthopolis in the past and it almost always works out. There's been very few bad deals by him. Um, so I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm trying to put things in perspective, but it's just, it's not making a, it's difficult. A yeah. Sense to me right now. What, 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 T- tell me, tell me your process. What what was going through your head um, while it was happening, and then where you are now? Kind of what I yeah. Uh, important to mention for anybody that's listening, this is like thirty minutes after the news has been announced. Like, there's not been much time to really think about this or anything like that. Um, but like I, I think it's very fair to say that we should trust Anthopolis a lot. Um, he deserves a lot of credit. Um, and I, I really don't think he's made a deal that like I personally like didn't like, um, I think the only one that you could honestly say that about is the Marcelo Zuna one, but even that wasn't really his fault. I would say, I think it was just him getting eager. However, here, like, I don't hate the deal. It's good. It is like 
good. It makes them better. Um, like in the immediate, like tomorrow, like today, they are a better team. Um, but it just isn't as great as like the other ones. Um, because like he's an improvement over Contreras. Um, he definitely is. Um, and Contreras I think, I think is a, a lot of a lot of people aren't seeing that either. Which I mean, it, yeah. It's... The big problem with Contreras is, is like. I know he improved on defense, but catching, like, that's probably the most important defensive position. Um, and, like, Sean Murphy's, like, I'm pretty sure he's won the gold gloves before. He's one of yeah, the best yeah. in baseball. Um, and so, like, it's tough to, like, look at their offensive numbers, and it's easy to do that and be like, oh, well, it's a downgrade. It it really isn't. That's no snub to Contreras at all. He's very good. It's just... Sean Murphy does the other side of the game better, um, which is, like, huge going forward. But also it doesn't, like, when I saw the Brewers name, uh, I immediately thought it was going to be Adames. And honestly, I was pretty happy about that um, just because I think we're getting to the point now where, like, these shortstops are going to get really overpaid. Um no offense to Dansby at at all, but it's just I'm a bit lost why he didn't like solve the highest priority. Having said that, though, like I do like it. Like it's a good move. It's not. I don't think it's like a great move at this current moment, but it's like good. Um, yeah. Yeah, you got to figure it. Let, let's take it from two different perspectives. Um, so. I commented on um, my own post about uh, <clears throat> like uh, the full trade, and I was saying like from a pessimistic point of view, what we did just blatantly was trade a very promising young. He's 25 now. 24. No, he's uh, he's about to he's turn 25. He turns 25 on the 24th. Um, but, uh, yeah, very promising young player, did a lot for us. Uh, he had a 2.7 war last year, which, um, like, in the games that he played, uh, he has a career 2.8, which, you know, he had consistent or, like, decent playing time in 2021 and 2020. So you could instantly see the improvement that he had, um, and so you you trade this guy who's an all-star DH slash catcher um, and our number one prospect and our number six prospect in an already kind of decimated farm system and then some other guy that, you know, could have value, but he was drafted in the 33rd round, so who knows. So Yeah, that's just good, a lot. Of, yeah. yeah, two good prospects, uh, a wild card prospect, and an already established good player in the MLB who probably is just going to keep getting better, better. Um, and we also like had control of for another four years, at least, um, with not having to pay him too much, um, for like a top five catcher in the game consistently, but he only has three years left on his contract and which is still, I mean, a decent amount of time. Um, 
but he's 28, and, like, you know, catchers age very quickly, like, mm. once they get up there. Uh, somebody like, you know, Darno, he's, like, 32, 33, you know, he's still doing pretty well. Um, but, obviously, defensively, in terms of, like, uh, keeping people... Um, honest around the base path like he gets caught people he does not catch people stealing people yeah i was about to say i can't game. remember the last time i saw him throw someone out <laughs> he honestly improved a little this past year but that's not saying much because the year before he was like really bad like low mm-hmm. in the low percentile of uh catching runners um so sean being already 28 he's kind of like on the door of it um I don't know. Just g- giving up, like it wasn't a deal that needed to be done. It really I, wasn't. Yeah. It, that's the most confusing part about it. It was because when I saw, like you said, when I saw the Brewers' name in the mix, I was like, okay, this is the Adamus moment. And then people are like, oh, it might be Burns. It's like, oh, like that, either one, that'd be awesome. Uh, and it was just, it seemed kind of like. Sean was just an extra piece of it. Um, but apparently he's the the whole thing. Uh, well, so the yeah. optimistic point of view of this is that we're trying to offload some money um, to make room for Dansby. But honestly, like, that's what Ken Rosenthal said. Um, but how much does that really actually get rid of? Cause we traded. Not a lot. Yeah. We traded, uh, three prospects who were probably making, you know, less than a million. Um, and then William Contreras, who, um, I don't even know he's probably he in the 600,000, 700,000 range. Cause he's only in his set third, third year. Yeah. Those, those guys make like nothing. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess you're just avoiding um, extending him, which is still just, like, I, you know, kind of thought that was in the, the plan. Um, but I, I guess we're getting rid of some salary space, but not very much um, to try to sign Dansby. But even then, it's like, what's the difference? And we probably cleared up, like, I, I guess so. We had options, but there wasn't anything guaranteed past like Manny Pena's contract. Um, mm. Forgot about sending him over. Uh, it would have been one thing if Azuna was involved. Like then yeah. I could see it, but it's really tough to uh, see. Yeah, Manny Pena like was making four million this year, uh, yeah. and that's probably the most of anybody any of those guys were gonna make. So we probably offloaded like upwards of eight million, which just doesn't seem like a difference maker. So that that's the most confusing thing to me. Um, also, just the, the the thought of we had William Contreras and Shea Langoliers in our system, and at least one of those guys was supposed to be like the catcher for the Braves for like a decade. Um, and you know, we bet, we bet on William being that guy when we traded Shea, 
who was a little behind him at the time, who I think Shea's going to be better than William Contreras um, for Matt Olson, and then now he's gone. And we'll probably extend Sean, but, like, Sean's probably going to be good if you just look at, like, you know, looking at a uh, average basis of where catchers start to decline, even if they're really good, and it's, like, 33-34, and they can still be viable. Like, sometimes you have an anomaly like Yadier and Molino, but, like, even Molina in his last four or five years, he wasn't, like, special. Yeah, he was no, ser- serviceable. Like, he was great yeah. at defense, and he could still, you know, catch people stealing, but, like, in terms of his hitting, he was that, just serviceable. That's what, I, that's what I struggle to really understand is, like, catchers, they don't move the needle all that much. Like, the best catchers in baseball, like JT Riddle Muto and them, like, they're considered the best because they're, like, an average MLB hitter. Like, I don't think JT, I'd be stunned if JT's uh, OPS ever went over 900. Um, I mean, he's had some and really so it's just good like they're, I know he's had great but he's, stretches. But he's also, like, there's not, there's him and then um, the White Sox catcher, Yasmani Grandal. Like, yeah. it's, which even him, like, his average was, like, 200. Um, yeah, the uh, the highest OPS, for context, the highest JT Realmuto's OPS has ever been in his career to, like, finish a season is 840. Really? Yeah. Um, so it's like they're the best because you get, like, an average bat at a position where there is no average. Um, yeah. Which, like, is difficult to come to terms with. Um, I, I say that, and I want to make it clear. I still think it's a very good deal. Um, it's just, like, it's puzzling because it's not what I would have, me and all my knowledge. No, uh, it's yeah. not, like, what I would have prioritized. And, like, now, I think, like, like their farm system was already, the Braves, farm system was already, like, decimated beforehand. But now that, like, Mueller and... I'm blanking on the other people's names are gone. Tarnock, like, yeah. Pena. Uh, Jaeger. Like, I don't know how feasible it would be to like make a, like, I don't know. Like, like when the mid, when the trade deadline comes this coming season, like, I don't know how possible it is that the Braves will be like involved. Yeah. Like for big names, if that makes sense. Yeah. I, the only way that we can, I mean, this technically freed up space, but we also said, like, Liberty Media said that they were yeah. intending to go past the luxury tax, which we're, like, at the threshold right now, which now I guess we're a little less, we're a little farther away from the threshold. Uh, but even then, it's like, if you're going to get to the luxury tax, then why don't you just keep spending? Because if you just, you know, just get above it, it the opportunity cost is much higher and you know yeah. as opposed to continually going past it because it doesn't make it any worse um i'm also i'm just looking at um Sean Murphy has not played as many years as i thought he did um 
He was drafted in 2016 in the third round. Um, he debuted when he was 24, almost 25. Um, and he's played in... He's been, played in double the amount of games that Contreras has. but So Contreras has played in 153 games uh, in his career, and Murphy's played in 330. Um, and his numbers vary. Um, uh I don't know. So this past year, he had um, slash line of 250, 332, um, 426. So he had a 759 OPS, 120 OPS plus, um, 18 homers, 66 RBIs. Uh, played in 148 games um he struck out 124 times mm -hmm. playing in 148 games this year and honestly the main concern i had with william was that like he would strike out so much and that his average wasn't good enough for me and but like william's like better in almost every with stat. The bat? Like, yeah. Yeah, no. He is. With the bat, he definitely is. Which I mean he he did struggle initially um with the glove the last two years especially, but like this year he did so much better. Um he had a number of games, like he's been able to call games a whole lot better and like the pitchers are more comfortable with him. Um mm. I think he's been involved in one or two complete games in the past two years. Um, this is starting yeah, to make a, less and less sense to me. That's one thing. Like, I think when you look at the trade and what everyone got, uh, I think one thing's pretty clear. And this is like no diss to AA at all. Uh, but I think it's pretty clear that the Brewers are like the biggest winners from it because they gave up basically Asturi Ruiz for William Contreras. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, the A's are, uh, oh my God. Um, I mean, the A's still got a decent haul for Sean. Who, I, I mean, it's like, look at it this I way. Mean, it's, I, I, dis, I disagree. It's an yeah. all-star catcher for a 35-year-old catcher and then four prospects, none of whom are in the top 100. Well, Anything also Sean like. hasn't ever been an all-star technically. That's fair. He's been a gold. He's been a Gold Glove winner. Um, Has he? Oh, he finished. He he won the Gold Glove in 20 last year or 2021. Uh, he finished he 22nd was, in MVP. Yeah, he was <laughs> fourth in Rookie of the Year voting. Um. Yeah, William was an all-star starter at, by technicality because Bryce Harper couldn't play, and then it was down to him and two other players. 
Um, William had an 860 OPS and a 138 OPS plus. Uh, with 354 OBP. Sean had a 332 OBP and 120 OPS plus last year. Um, so I came on here and I was kind of like starting to understand it more and be like, um, you know, it's not the best trade and we gave up. Like, I don't really care about Muller, and I don't care about Tarnock. Like, I think Muller could be decent, but he, I don't know. He had, like, two or three good games for us, and then every other game he played, like, it I don't know, it wasn't fantastic. Tarnock is a wild card. Uh, Jaeger doesn't matter. Um, but, so I don't care about losing those guys too much i don't know I, I don't feel like they even had that much value in this trade in general um it was just like the a's to get people to plug in and you know <laughs> just put on a baseball field they um, are yeah, they are despicable <laughs> but so like that's supplemental um but yeah, I came on here trying to be like, okay, I mean, I don't care about those guys, and like, Sean, Sean's probably going to be better than William, but like, is he? He is. Over Overall-wise, he definitely is. He's definitely better with the glove, which is frankly like, the if I had to pick for a catcher, I would probably pick that. And then... Like he's a definitely a drop off with the bat, but I don't think it's as much of a drop off as people are making it out to be. Because you also have to remember he played in Oakland his entire career, where like yeah. hitters die. I did see um, his home and away splits are pretty different. Um, I'm gonna look at that real quick. Just to... so home, he was two twenty six, three nineteen, three eighty three. So his OPS was um, 702, OPS plus of like 86, um, or total OPS plus, and then split OPS plus. I don't, uh, don't know what that means. Um, and then away, he was 272, 345, 467 with an 812 OPS. Um so that is that is good. I mean, Oakland is a terrible place to hit. Um, I don't know. I he may not be better than William next year, but like in this current moment, like I think I think you have to say he's an upgrade, like as an overall player. Um, I guess. I mean, I, I'm, I'm guessing that he's. Uh, we're doing this, then he's going to be our like day one starter and Darno's yeah. gonna be his backup and yeah, I'd have to imagine there I do think I, I do like worry about one thing though which is uh Max Freed and like replacing him I don't know the Braves farm system like too extensively um but it just like puts on more pressure to sign him um because like obviously you're missing Muller now as in like a good or a bad way 
putting what do you pressure mean? In. Like making ourselves do it or uh, like making if ourselves we don't, do then it. We're, okay. Because um, um. it's just like, uh, like I thought Mueller's fine. Like he's serviceable and he can definitely like improve and progress. Um, it's just like, I don't know, like you lose your number one overall in your farm system and then like your ace is potentially like leaving which i i have no idea if he is or not i just think it puts more pressure on him to sign him yeah i think um which makes having strider all the bit bigger sorry yeah go ahead. um so a number of people were thinking anderson was going to be involved with a trade like this which uh I still feel like he can come. I mean, when he was good, he was really, really good, like unhittable. Um, Mueller never had that for me. That's why I'm, part of why I'm not really concerned. We do kind of have like a log jam um, for the five hole right now um, that I guess. I mean, I think it would be a little better to kind of wait and see what happens this year. Like, um, because you don't want to trade one of those guys and then realize, oh, they have a lot more value than we thought they did. Or, uh, but, but there's also the flip side that's like you trade them thinking they have more value and then like Bryce Elder becomes an absolute bum somewhere that he goes, uh, but he has higher value for a trade. Uh, but basically, I mean, like, so our front four, and so Charlie's got to be gone after next year. I don't even really like fully that you know we re-signed him especially for the amount of money that we did which is obviously coming back to bite us in the ass right now that's probably the signing i'm most unhappy about right now yeah. in context it's kind of gotten buried under everything um but 20 million um yeah. could be an absolute game changer for us right now and it's going to charlie morton who could just be awful next year um and he's like 40 ish like 39 30s. 39 um but i mean we got so freed strider morton um and then oh my god i'm blanking who who would be oh right kyle Wright. um yeah. and uh so the 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 starting would be freed strider Wright, morton is the four and then at five the main competition that uh, has been said is like Soroka and some were thinking Muller, but now uh, Elder um, and Ian Anderson. Um, and then like Noah had uh, Tommy John, so he's out. Um, and Soroka. Forgot about Soroka. Yeah, so that's the log jam at the fifth hole. Uh, is Anderson, Soroka, Elder, and oh my God, I keep getting twisted up in my head. Anderson, Soroka, Elder, and I don't know. I I I, I I'm getting all these names twisted up in my head right now. Anyway, um. Those if guys are going to have to get move. moved at some point. Um, I don't think any of them are – well, Anderson 
and potentially Soroka. No, I was asking about back. the trade today. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What, what about it? Would you? What grade would you give it? Um, as of right now, like if there's nothing else that follows with this, yeah, like other than just small signings or like we stick with having Arcia and Grissom at shortstop. I'd give it a C plus. Um, if we sign somebody bigger, or like sign Dansby, or end up trading for, which even if we end up trading for Adamus, and I don't even know we have the capability to trade anymore. Um, for like yeah, bigger, the thing, bigger names. the issue they have is like they they don't like have anyone in the middle between like. Harris and Strider on one side, and then like everyone else in their farm system on the other. Like they don't have anyone here. Um, yeah. I mean, we have guys that's shown really good capability, but then they've also shown how terrible they can be. Um, yeah. So yeah, if we don't sign somebody, some you know, big shortstop or outfielder or something after this then I, I'd say C plus if we do then B plus I don't know I, it doesn't really feel like we're freeing up that much space doing this so it, that's the main confusing thing to me and you know mm. Sean is better defensively but I also feel like William was kind of coming into his own there um, and had an all-star season last year and I mean we, like we're kind of trading for a guy of near equal value, except for we're also kind of emptying our farm system at the same time. And we're not really clearing up that much money. Yeah. Um, and then also getting rid of like another backup catcher, which I know we don't really need three, but that's also what we, we signed Manny Pena two years ago, which I guess William wasn't, or last year, William wasn't as solidified then, and he was still more of a wild card, so it made more sense to sign Pena as well. But I don't know. Uh, yeah, what, what would you give it? Uh, like if nothing else followed it and they rolled into the year with Grissom and Arcia at shortstop, I think I think I'd give it a B minus. Um. Yeah, I just like I still think that they improved at the position overall. Um like I really do. It it just didn't feel necessary and it felt uh yeah, it just didn't feel necessary. And like you could potentially be like hampering yourself further down the line with like other trades. Um and then like on the flip side, like if they do like get back Dansby, let's say, um, or if they trade for like an Adamas type, someone like that, then I think I'd give it closer to like a a B plus. I would say I think I'd agree there. Uh, my biggest gripe is like the farm system is like really bad, really really bad now. Um, but yeah, which. I don't know like how long it's going to take for us to kind of get to a better spot with our farm system. I think that's the main, 
I would still say that we're really set, well set up for the future, you know, even with this move. Oh, um, yeah, 100%. Like, I, losing William Contreras uh, is bad, like, any way that you split it. Um, and yeah, I... Sean, like, I would imagine we're probably going to try to extend him. Um, but, like, I, I would still say we are a top three team in baseball. Uh, and probably will be for the next five to ten years, at least top five. Um, but the main thing that separates us from some of those other teams is like we don't, we're not both really good, and then also have a good farm system. Like the Dodgers are like that. Even you know the Cardinals and the Padres just they could do these massive trades because they had ridiculous yeah. farm systems and the cardinals still have one uh the like the dodgers have a good farm system um the thing with the braves the is like there's a good farm system the braves is, is really bad right now um but a lot of it just believe it or not it just like depends on like because most of their guys now and like their top 30 specifically so like the headliners they're like at the lower levels um, so it just depends on like how they perform like this upcoming year is going to be a big year, um, because you could have another Michael Harris just pop up out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, the only issue is like, you can't like bank on that. And a lot of these guys that are on the list, like they're at high a as like a 23 year old, like, however, if they, if they hit over 300, like, yeah, no shit, they should be. Um, so that's like the, the issue, um, is like, they're far away, but also like with everyone being locked up till the end of the decade, like they have a lot of time to figure it out. Um, yeah. I mean, hmm. I, we do develop our, our, uh, our farm system incredibly well, like Spencer sure. Strider and Michael Harris were never supposed to be like starters in the MLB. Mm -hmm. Um, Neither was super highly touted, especially Strider. So, like, it's not a major concern, but it is just, like, you know, even if we can develop these guys, which is good that we can do that and not have to rely on um, signing, you know, an entire team like the Padres or Phillies do. Uh, I don't hate the Padres franchise but i hate the phillies franchise and even though the Padres, there's there's no starter on the padres that was developed in their own system like in their own farm system and the phillies have two i think yeah. two or three um but i'm still gonna make fun of the phillies more for that but just looking at the trades that we've done this year i am not it's, it's so the, the the point being we can develop these guys, but then if we need to make if we're in a spot where we need to make a trade, and we're like desperate for something, we don't have the capability. Because like even if we can develop these guys and we see the value, there isn't that value like on paper, which is at the end of the day everything. Um, mm -hmm. Somebody like uh, you know Jared Kelenic, like Michael Harris is is at this point more than likely going to be a way better player than Jared Kelenic is. But, like, if you ever did a trade comparison, like, even last year at any point, like, Jared Kelenic still had way more value. Maybe not towards the end of the year, but, like, as prospects, you know, 
Yeah. Uh, we didn't is. have somebody like that to make a trade with. Um, we traded Pache, and he was like a guy kind of like Jared Kelenic. I don't think Pache is ever going to do anything. Um, but too. on paper, you know, he had really good ratings. Um, but, yeah, looking at these guys, like, we have um, – let me see. One, two, three – Three or four, at least for sure three dudes that were drafted in this last draft um, that are in our top ten, which yeah. is not great. Yeah, that's um, bad. We do have guys that, like, their names have been thrown around a bunch um, and are expected to show up even as soon as, like, this next year. Like, guys that I – I'm pretty excited about or like Jesse Franklin, the fifth Darius fines. Um, a lot of people are talking about AJ Smith, Shaver, um, who's supposedly very good and like rising in the ranks really quickly at like a close to strider level. Um, Victor Vodnik has been really close to coming to the MLB. Um, and then, the, you know, the guys that we drafted, Owen Murphy is like, he's trying to be a two-way player and he was apparently the most capable person to be a two-way player in the draft. Um, and he's our third prospect. He's going to be our second prospect soon. Um, our next Jared Schuster is going to be our first ranked prospect. He's out of wake. Um, and a lot of people really like him. J.R. Ritchie, Cole Phillips, another two guys drafted from this past year that are really looking good. Um, And then one of those names, if we do another trade, is going to be gone. Um, and like the just looking at the guys we've gotten rid of so far, don't care that much about Muller at the end of the day. Don't care that much about Tarnock um, or Jaeger. Um, one guy, the guy that we lost, I don't know if we talked about this, but the we should talk about this for the next five minutes and then kind of end it because I got to go soon. But um, what did you think about the Joe Jimenez trade? Did you have uh, any opinion? Not really, honestly. Yeah, I, um, I can't. Well, so the only opinion that I had on this was that we lost, like, three guys that we were really hyping up coming into this year were Jared Schuster, A.J. smith Shaver, and then Justin Henry Malloy, um, who at the time was, like, our 10th to 12th prospect or something. Um. We gave up Justin Henry Malloy and some other guy for Joe Jimenez. Um, and it was it, it just shocked me. I don't know. I, I, I've never heard of Joe Jimenez's name. Um, he was an all-star in 2018. He hasn't had, like, great seasons since that yeah. year. Mm -hmm. He had a 4-3-1 that year. I'm guessing he had a really good first half. Um era plus each year from 2018 is 105 109 64 72 109 so he's basically just right above average um apparently some people like have think pretty highly of him um he has like 38,000 followers on instagram if that means anything um <laughs> which it should you should judge yeah. everybody that you know by 
need That's actually what AA is trying to do. Just get all the guys with the most followers. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I'm looking at his last year. Uh, he was tie- top 5% of the league in K rate. So that's pretty good. Um, fastball velocity is pretty up there. Fastball spin is in the 94th percentile. So I guess it's kind of the ghost ball effect. Um, so I guess this is maybe like a little better version of, uh, Richard Rodriguez throwback to that guy. Yeah. That's a good comparison. So, but the two years prior, there was concerns and his walk rate was super high. And then, um, he had a 50% hard hit rate, which is bad, uh, in 2020, but that was a shortened season. Um, so you can maybe kind of scratch that one off. Um, 2021 he was in the top 1% in uh, expected batting average which is pretty nice um, when people hit him they tee off against him which I guess makes sense if he's throwing really hard uh, and he's throwing like 63% four seamers and 30, 30% sliders um, so I mean yeah, they, yeah I don't know I, I fucking hated losing Malloy uh, we were hyping up his name so much, uh, and he was, again, he was kind of like a Michael Harris, and it's like no one expected him to be where he is, and he's, like, getting better and better every day. Uh, and then it's like, let's go trade him for a reliever, like a rental. Uh, and I know, I guess, I guess our outfield kind of, like, kind of uh, getting jammed up a little bit. Um we're obligated for it to be jammed up for another year, at least with having, you know, Rosario for one more year and then having Ozuna for two more years. Um, but then after that, like, I mean, a lot of people have thought that Jesse Franklin, the fifth might come in. Um, I'm excited to see what he does. Anyways, I'm rambling right now. I'm rambling because I just don't know. I'm just, (laughs) I, I'm 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 confused. I don't know how to feel. I don't like seeing William Contreras leave. I think at the end of the day, I'm a little dissatisfied right now. Right now, I'd say I'm right. dissatisfied. And I think that's you know I think that's where a lot of Braves fans are right now. It's kind of the same as when we got Matt Olson. It's like oh my God, Freddie's gone, and that's all we could think about. And then we started to be like, okay, Matt's gonna be good, and like. You know, he had a decent year. I wouldn't say he had, like, an awesome year, but he, you know, he showed how good he can be, but uh, stretches of him being really terrible. Um, like that September. August. Or, yeah, yeah. August. Or, yeah, August when he had, like, a an 067 average for the whole month. Yeah, um, I I hope he, sh- he should he should probably settle in, maybe. I don't know. Who, who knows? Um, but... Yeah, it's just it's it's it, it sucks because it's like we're not denying that Sean is a good player, but it's also like we already had a good player who we had control of and was like the future and was really well liked in the clubhouse. And then you also get rid of two more guys. Yeah, I just That's not what I tend to focus on. I tend to focus on the shortstop issue. Uh, because like they improved, yeah, I mean, the, yeah. Like I do believe they improved at that position, at, at catcher. I mean, but yeah. it also like you lose two people you could have used to fill that gap, 
that frankly, like as each day passes, looks more and more like he's not going to come back. Yeah. And like one of them was probably the best chip you were willing to part with. Um, talking about yeah. Muller. Um, that's just like, which is still not even like great. Yeah, it's really not. That's um, why we had to like we, because our farm is just so depleted, and just not that great. It's just filled paper, with lottery that's, tickets. Yeah, that's why we had to get. We we didn't have to get rid of William though. That's the thing. It's we you know. This was we want Sean more than we want William. So. Let's get rid of two more trade pieces. Yeah. And so, like, now, like, yeah. It'll be interesting to see, like, what happens. I don't even know what it would take, like, what a deal for Willie Adamas would look like. I don't think we can do it. Like, they're not going to oh, take... Oh, no, not anymore. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's off the table at this point. I think, if you, I think if you wanted, like, Willie Adamas, like, I think you'd have to do something where it's, like, Michael Harris is involved, but then they send back, like, Sal Freilich or something, which is just, like... You're counting on a lot, and yeah. yeah. No, I wouldn't, but I would not give Michael Harris to anybody. Oh, yeah, sure. obviously not, but it's like there's no one, like I said earlier, there's no one, like, in that middle ground that, like, teams yeah. would want. Which, I mean, it, just technically and by paper, I guess Mueller was the only guy that we had for that because he was our number one ranked prospect, but, like, I don't know. If I was a GM... I would have taken Schuster uh, or, well, I guess I just, uh, I don't know. But, like, in terms of their potential, I would have taken Schuster, Murphy, Richie, um, Phillips, Smith-Shaver, Vodnik, uh, or Darius Vines, honestly, before I take Kyle Muller, which is a is a stretch. I don't know if I really do that. Uh, but I definitely would take Schuster over Muller. Like, I think Schuster yeah, is oh, I would upside. Mm-hmm. Um but I guess, you know, the A's don't really care that much as long as they have players on the field. They're despicable, yeah. We'll have to see what happens because I'm sure AA has something else he's working yeah. on. For the moment, I am unhappy. So that's where we are. Also, yeah, Sam wasn't here today because uh, he was working, I guess. I don't know, you know, at work and whatever stuff he does yeah um but we'll be back next week probably hopefully um and hopefully something more happens than this if this is this would be a terrible note to like come into the season we got we got 105 something days left until opening opening day day. so Mm. it's got a while um, this would be a pretty sour note if this is this is it though. I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm gonna go to the gym. Go Braves. I'm gonna miss William Contreras a lot. All right. See y'all. <laughs>